Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We got week one of college lacrosse season two, episode five T. We had we had games last week, but this is the real week one. This is what we're talking about. We got a full slate. We got more games than we can talk about. We got coverage everywhere. But how are we feeling post week zero? Yeah, post week zero. I was we were thinking about this before we started recording, and I was like, you know. This is more of a this is more of week one and last week is more of a week zero. That's what we saw in the biz, so we're gonna go with that. Um, week zero, it was a good week. I thought it was great to you know watch lacrosse again. There were a lot of good games. I saw a lot of sloppy lacrosse, to be dead honest with you, but a lot of good games. You know, I think I went two and three in my picks, even though I was on the third one. Uh, Cuse couldn't cover the half point. They won by two. They didn't get the two and a half, which is. Just like so unfortunate, but we were on it, and I feel like in my head I'm above 500, so we're just gonna roll with that into this week. That that Hughes game felt like a very emotional win up at the Carrier Dome, um, especially with some some new guys coming in, some transfers, and beating a pretty local team in Vermont. But um, see, you know, one first shout out I got to give shout out to Merrimack um, getting on ESPN top 10 plays um, over the weekend. That was great to see. Their goalie had a hell of a save. So That's going to happen. Anytime you see a goalie make that save, it's 100% on ESPN. Mike Adler did it back in the day. I've seen it done a couple times, but like that's just one of the things that you'll always see on ESPN if you ever see it on a Saturday. Always, always a classic to have. Um, I guess, you know, kind of briefly recapping our, our week zero picks. Um, again, I'm just giving out, I'm giving out birthday money. I'm giving out confirmation, communion, holiday money, you name it. That's what I'm giving out. Three and one. Um, Richmond plus seven and a half. It's a tough miss when you score four goals, T. Um, but they played Maryland, and I think it's safe to say the Terps are, uh, you know, I think they're going to they're gonna be okay. It's a it's amazing that, like, you would, like, for anybody who doesn't know lacrosse that much or is listening right now, like, who doesn't really understand or expect what Richmond should have been, Richmond is a good team. Like, they are a good, they are a good team. They are going to be winning big big games later on in the year. They'll be competing for the A10 championship and get trying to get into the NCAA tournament. That just shows you how dominant of a defense this Maryland team has, led by make Brett Makar, our boy. And they're just they this defense is a historical college lacrosse defense. Up there with the best Notre Dame teams, the best Duke teams, like whatever you want to name it. Like this is a historically great defense. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was you know, one of the, probably the most dominant performances here, given the level of those two teams. Um, again, Denver minus two and a half, you know, Tad's is just out here, just calling it like he sees it. Um, and again, what I tell you, I said it last week, Rutgers might, they might score 18 to, uh, to hit the over there for 25 and a half. They put up 20. So, and again, Hopkins, I said, it's a new era. It's a new regime. They take care of the dolphins. Um, the Dolphins looked like they had two on attack a couple times. So, um, you know, Jacksonville, tough loss, but again, three and one T I know you're going to rebound this week, get back to where you're, where you're normally at. Um, yeah, it was, it was an unfortunate week. Like I was on Syracuse. I had it. I was there. It's done. Uh, I I guess I'll call myself one and oh for my locks. Ohio state minus five and a half was my lock. I'll give it to you. Not worried about that for a second. Um, I think we, I think the Jacks watching Jacksonville and watching Hopkins kind of like really handle their business against Jacksonville is going to tell you one that Hopkins is back, but Jacksonville let's like pump those brakes kids. Let's pump those brakes. 
Yeah, and, and that's what usually happens when, when you have a couple big wins last year. Does it translate into this year with kids leaving, transfers, incoming? And, you know, it, it's great to see college lacrosse spread out a little bit more, but to take that next step as a program, winning the conference, knocking off a ranked team every year kind of starts to, to build that. So hopefully, um, you know, they can kind of get back in that right direction. But, see, I think that kind of leads us to our, you know, one of our new segments here, man up and man down. Uh, you know, the man up performance, I, I got to give a shout out to my guy here down at Bucknell playing for the Bison. Probably, probably top 10 name. Uh, shout out to Dutch Furlong. 10 points week one. That's the type of performance where end of the year they're doing the all-conference voting and they're like, holy shit, this kid had, you know, 77 points. And you're like, yeah, 10 of those were in one game as you kicked the shit out of Mercer like you should. So, uh, Take you care can- of your business. Double digits. He's leading the country in points. You know, that's something that you can say at the bar on a Saturday after the game. You know, just slip it in can, there. Can you, though? Like, I, if I was – who are you talking to in that situation? Are you saying – are you trying – you see a hot girl at the bar, you're like, hey. I'm not, I'm not even saying – I'm not even saying, like, a hot girl or anything. It's like, you know, depending on what – you know, the social scene that Dutch rolls in, you know, just people start talking. Dude, he had 10 points today. Whispers around. You kind of just – you know, it's a, little, it's a nice little fluff. It's a little fluff. I, it's a fluff. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. Don't 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 take that advice. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, on that note, ten points. He's leading the country um, right now, so that screenshot will live forever. Shout out to Dutch T, who uh, who's on your man up team right now? Um, my man up, my my number one performance of the week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be goalie biased this year because everybody knows you're living by by the man in the net. Um, this is this is something that you know you're in a team's head when the parents on the sidelines and the alumni on the sidelines are telling the people on the field where to shoot the ball. Shout out to Tim Marcel, the Johns Hopkins goalie, um, was absolutely dominating Jacksonville in the second half to the point where on the on the sideline, the parents, the ex-players, fans are like, shoot it high, shoot it high, don't shoot it at its feet. Like Thanks. No fucking shit, Sherlock. We know where to shoot the ball. Sometimes it's just whatever, wherever it comes out, wherever you're trying to yeah. go. There's a lot of things going into it, but that's when you know. That's when you know when you're absolutely dialed in and you've got you're in you're in everybody's head on every single sideline. So shout out to Tim Marcel. Had a great second half, a great game against against Jacksonville. Um, that's my man up performance of the week. I like it, T. Um, you know, we got to show some love to the guys in the cage. You know, it, it's not for everybody. It's a tough position. And, you know, anytime you're putting up 15 saves in a Division One game, you know, tip your cap. Hopefully the defense treated him well. Um, man down performances. I uh, I know this one's kind of been beaten like a dead horse on Twitter. But, you know, Spillina, if you, if you want to come in with the hype that you're the next coming of Christ and you go one for 15, like – I'll leave it at that. Just one for 15 is tough. That's that's a number that's going to just haunt your shooting percentage this year. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of reality check. I know he's been kind of unbelievable since he, especially with social media now, playing club ball. But, you know, you, you go from breaking the long New York's or Long Island record and in, in goals and assists and shit. But one for 15 against Vermont, like, I think, hopefully, I think he hopefully was, bounces back. He was definitely trying to force it a little too much like and he did have a lot of hype 
that was the first time I'd watched him play. I've obviously seen a lot of highlights. We have our boys, you know, who were very looped into the game, coaches around the country, telling me this, that, and the other thing about Joey Spolina, and I get it. My first impression of him was I just I just thought he he's a he's a freshman. Like he's still playing kind of like high school lacrosse. Like, is he talented? Sure. He kind of reminds me of like Rambo and the way that he uses his body. Like when he dodges, he's trying to get to five and five and kind of like back you down and then do something crazy behind the back or backhand or something you're not expecting in the net or something you're not expecting as a defense. And I think that's where he's going to end up scoring a lot of goals, you know, and he's going to get better. And he probably, you know, is a perfect fit for that Syracuse brand of lacrosse. Um, I think he's still got a ways to go, though. I think he'll probably bounce back this this weekend. Um a little sneak peek. I don't know if Syracuse is going to beat Albany by seven goals, so we'll get to that later. But, I mean, I think he's got a little ways to go, but I agree that shooting percentage is not it. Not not even, and, a, not even close. And, and you can definitely tell, um, you know, th- they got a wide variety of, of class, of different classes on the, on their starting attack in midfields. I mean, you know, they got sophomores, seniors, freshmen, and you know, anytime you have that mix, really got to develop the chemistry. And, you know, it looked like a young offense. So, you know, hopefully they can kind of turn it around, build some build some, uh, some confidence because, you know, two weeks from now, you got to go down to College Park. So, you know, thoughts and prayers to that Syracuse offense in two weeks. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, T, um, who do you got for your man down performance? Man who's, down, who's on the man I'm going to go on the same line as you. Um, looking at the shooting percentages this week, I'm going to pull, I'm going to call out a Xavier Arline as a, as the man down performance of the week for me. Um, you know, we talked about the shooting percentage. He was a, I think he was like a 14% shooting percentage last year, the whole season, 14%, which is not good. Like, it's just, it's, it's just not it's tough. It's, it's tough. And for a guy who's, who's like all of the hype around this Navy team is like from him playing football playing lacrosse, like great athlete, great, you know, team 91 Long Island, you know, lacrosse player coming out of, coming out of high school. Um, and then, you know, first game this year against Mount, he follows it up, follows it up with a one for one for nine shooting percentage on 11% lower than the average that he had last year. So I don't know, Xavier, did you, did you, did you get in the, did you get in the lab this past off season at all? Were you hitting the wall? Were you, were you getting shots in after practice? Because if you're not, you better get you better start because this is headed to another embarrassing season for you. Yeah, uh, you know, it looks like 11, 11% on the shooting there. Um, you know, two assists though, so uh, unselfish and goes, guy. And then he goes one for five against Queens. Like, dude, fucking six by six. Well, six let's also six. say this though, it's Xavier. If you're listening, thank you for your service. Thank that, you for your service. Yeah, That's sure. all I'm saying. So I'm saying it's, it's always that way, man. Love and respect for them all the time. But I'm, we're this is a lacrosse podcast, and I'm telling you, you, you know, hit the net. Yeah, just just want to say, TJ Jones supports the troops. Just in case anyone didn't know. Um, <laughs> so that that's man up and man down. Um, you know, definitely going to be something to look forward to this year. Now, taking away, you know, lacrosse is a team sport, and I think it's safe to say, T, we we've both been on some good bus rides, and we've been on some bad bus rides. You know, whether it's, you know, an eight hour ride up the East Coast and you lose in the freezing cold temperatures or you got to hop on a plane or it's pouring rain in Philadelphia and you got to go right down the street. and It's a quick ride or you shock the world and and you win a big game. You know, there's there's highs and lows when you got to travel for lacrosse. You know, we're not flying anywhere unless you're playing a major team out west or 
or vice versa. But I, uh, I'm looking at this best bus ride, and I got to give it to the midshipman. I know you just kind of took a shit on Xavier here, but no matter the level of competition, to play Saturday and Sunday like you're in your teens again at a summer tournament and it, it's 100 degrees, but it was a cold weekend. And to, to take care of business and beat Mount, you know, by six goals there, and then to just take care of business against Queens, that's a game where you it's probably the best scenario that could have happened for them because what you wouldn't want to see is they barely beat Mount and then they struggle against Queens. So who knows? Maybe this is some big-time prep for the Patriot League tournament um, down the road. But, again, back-to-back days, guys are sore. It's probably my best bus ride. That's That's just like – it, it, all right, fair, like, good bus ride, but also, like, absolute arrogance from the Navy coaching staff to do that, especially, like, the disrespect for a brand-new Division One team. You schedule them on a back-to-back, like, I don't know, grow well, up. Also, also, no bus ride, both games were at home. So, <laughs> they didn't even take a bus. I mean, yeah, well, they, they take a bus around campus, maybe. I don't know, good bus ride. Um, So, I guess I'll go next for my bus ride. Now... I, to be honest with you, I don't think any I don't think any road teams won this weekend. Like I think I don't think anybody would have had a good bus ride going back to campus after winning on the on the road. Yeah, I'll but, check. I'll get our I'll get our uh, RRT department on that. Right oh, I now. guess Hopkins. Hopkins is the road team. Hopkins is the road team that won. So that's that's probably the best bus ride, actual bus ride. I'm gonna say the best bus ride was Penn State. Granted, you're definitely taking a bus around that campus. The place is massive. Um, so those kids definitely got on a bus to go to go to frat house row later on that, that night. Um, but to just absolutely stomp on Lafayette like that, you know, I was completely wrong. I thought Lafayette was going to put up a fight a little bit. I didn't know what to expect from Penn state after a down year last year, but you know, they, they didn't have to, um, they didn't have to br- embrace the elements and play in the cold. They had that nice cozy little indoor stadium that the football team has provided them with. Um, but I think that's probably, you know, the best bus ride around campus after putting up 21 goals, and uh, absolutely crushing a Lafayette team on a, on their first Saturday of the year. Yeah, I mean, they put up three touchdowns. It's you know more than some of their football team has scored this year. So, hey-oh. Um, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a worse bus ride selected, and, and you're right, T. Um, Hopkins was the only team to go on the road and win <laughs> this weekend. Um, uh, uh, my gut wanted me to pick Bellarmine. That was one of the first games I watched. Very tough to watch them clear the ball and, and – against duke i can't believe i missed this one uh lindenwood oh i was just gonna Marquette. say that i was just gonna yeah, say that one <laughs> I totally blanked on it yo your first ever division one game and you get the doors blown off you 17 to 2 first marquette I, I mean welcome to the fucking show yo that is 100 percent true you're going from where's marquette North, is it Michigan that's or it, Illinois? No, that's, that's in Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, it's indoors. You're no, they're indoors. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying you're, you're definitely indoors. But you're Lindenwood. You're definitely not flying up there. So you're driving in a fucking bus from Missouri to Marquette. You're getting your fucking. You're in your first Division One game. Everybody's jacked up, ready to go. Like you know, we're we're on the scene. We're ready to play. Like let's do this. And you get fucking pecker smacked around by Marquette and then have to take another long ass bus ride home. That is a hundred percent the worst bus ride. No questions asked. Yeah. I, I think that's the unanimous one there. Um, 
just, just not a good look across the board for those guys. I mean, you know, they, they, they threw two goalies out there. You know, they, they averaged oh, 31. Yeah. Thir- 31% in the net. And then, uh, Poor, uh, poor Johnny Major went 0 for 8 at the X, and then uh, Joseph Sarno went 6 for 15. So you, you got mopped up at the X. You got peppered in the cage. Uh, Lindenwood, you know, it, it, it gets better, I, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? Shout out to AJ, who sat in that net and got fucking shelled by Marquette in his first college game. I'm sure he was pumped up. I've been there, man. Keep at it. It's, ne- it's not going to be that bad. You're going to be all right. Keep that confidence, AJ. Well, I will say, T, I, th- I think that's a great way to recap uh, week zero there. Um, you know, as we're recording this, Duke and High Point are about to to face off. You know, we'll get into that. But, you know, I, I think Duke is the easy lock. I know history says High Point are pulling upset from time to time. D- Duke's going to blow their doors off. Um, yeah, listen, how about if you're going to tweet from the fucking the, the Twitter account and you're going to say, I – at least say at the end, say dash Shane. Just because saying. I do not condone that behavior. Okay. I don't think I, I'm. I'm actually trying to pull this up right now. I don't. I don't think High Point is going to, you know, just fall on their, you know, fall on their backs and let Duke run over them. Do I think it's going to be a close game? Probably not. Do I think High Point can cover a seven point game in the in this rivalry? Fuck yeah. This rivalry, it's nine to one all time. It's not a rivalry. It's a rivalry. Hey, you're right. But again, T, by the time this comes out, um, you know, we'll, we'll have our answer. So we will see from right. there. Um, <clears throat> week one games, looking ahead, like I said in the intro here, it, it's great to see a full slate where you got games Saturday, you got some games Sunday. And I, I, I really think, T, that there's just so many great watches here. Um, you know, really getting into our picks. I'm going to do four again this week. I'm going to keep it at four. I'm going to keep it light. Okay. I think taking the biggest, you know, curious to see what an ACC team can look like here. Um, I, I think UVA taking on the Wolverines of Michigan, UVA minus six and a half. I, 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 I'm curious to see what this team looks like because there's a lot of hype about Schellenberger. Um, you, you know, can they, you know, improve from what they did last year? Because this much hype with that type of player, I'm expecting a seven-point performance. I don't think Michigan's going to be there yet. Uh, you know, you're bringing a new offensive coordinator in Bita. It's going to be their first game, working out the kinks, getting in the sex and things like that. And I just think UVA roll the ball out there just better from head to toe. Uh, g- give me the Wahoos minus six and a half. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on, dude. And one thing I will say, um, as somebody who has kind of done a lot of research in the gambling space, I listen to a lot of podcasts for professional gamblers. One thing, and this is for our whole audience, and one thing, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell our whole audience, if you want to bet on the college lacrosse, there's, there's a lot of opportunity here. You got to check out these lines really early. Like, Monday, Tuesday, you got to be looking on DraftKings and being like, all right, what are the lines at? What do they look like? Like, how can I take advantage of the early lines? This is one of those games that you could have taken advantage of the early line. I have UVA as well, but I got them at minus five and a half. And because, and 
the reason I got a minus five and a half was because, you know, Vegas, they don't, you know, they see a big brand like Michigan. They might be like, oh, Michigan, probably a good athletic program. You know, they, they might, you know, they might come around this year. They look at their, they look at their record last year. Oh, they had, they started off the season seven and oh, like great team. Well, then when they played actual competition, they got smacked around. So I, like I said, I also have UVA minus, minus five and a half. Um, I would say to all of our viewers, again, make sure you're getting on these lines early, checking them out. That's the best way to get value. Um, but again, I agree with you, Michigan, you know, great, great athletic department. Good, you know, great Scotty football team, a lot of history. <laughs> Scotty Beat has probably got a great, you know, a great group of guys out there. And I think they're going to be, well, you know, a lot better than they have been in years past. And I think offensively, they'll probably have a great identity, but I don't, I don't think they have a chance against uh, this, this UVA team. Another, another hot goalie out there. One of my favorites, uh, Matthew Nunes number. I think, I think it's Nunes. I want to say Nunes, but. I want to say Nunez. I think it's Nunez. Um, I like, he's a, I like he's an absolute, Nunes better. Nunes whatever. Cool. Either way, he's he's a he's a baller. I'm a huge fan of his. So minus six and a half, minus five and a half. Wahoos win by eight. I think. Uh, I, I think even one of the earlier games. You know, a lot of these teams are are facing off at 11 a.m., 12, one. You know, there's some late afternoon games too. Uh, a game that I'm actually really interested to see. Two, I would say, pretty well-known brands. Not a lot of recent dominance. Kind of back in the day, there were there were some praised programs, and hopefully they can get back to where they were. But uh, UMass versus Army, I think, is going to be a tough game. You get to kind of see where Army's at now and, and what they're looking to do. I know, you know, they lost their best guy, Nick Turn. Um, you know, lose a couple defensemen here and there. And, you know, Coach Alberici always has a tough team for sure. But also UMass, you know, now they're going to be in a new conference. No more CAA. Uh, they're the home team. I toured, I visited up there. That is an awesome place to watch a game where I think I think still called Garver Field. They used to have the old um, athletic turf where it was, you know, yeah, the Astro turf, the old Astro turf. But that's been changed. Uh, I know they always say, and you know, same as St. Joe's, fill the hill. But I think uh, I'm going to take the Minutemen plus one and a half. Uh, versus the, versus the Black Knights, I think I think that's a good take. I think uh, I think UMass is going to be a good team. I think Army is going to be different than they have been in years past. I think they have a pretty strong faceoff guy in Will Coletti, and my inside uh, my inside sources tell me he had a pretty good day against a very good faceoff guy last week. Um, so I think that's a that's a good sign for the for the the West Point Cadets. I think General General Jones boots I on the ground. I think uh, I think the one thing like Army's going to be Army. Like they're 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 the same you know guys that are going to come on that field every single every single time they play. You know they're going to have the same brand of lacrosse. They're going to run through you, run over you. They're going to be physical. They're going to put pressure on you. You know that's just is what it is. I think that's a good take though. I like UMass plus one and a half at home. Yeah, you got to take the home underdog. Yeah, and and I think uh, you know that that really leads to uh, I'm going to stay away from this game but something I'm very interested in seeing if Loyola can get back to where they were, they're taking on the Terps this weekend. Just, just, you know, something, uh, something, something to watch, you know, something to keep your eye on. But from a, uh, from an over under standpoint, see, I, I, I think, uh, I know we kind of shit on them earlier with Cuse and, you know, Albany, they're starting to become this new era, obviously post Thompson's Connor Fields, uh, Seth Oaks, Tahoka, all these dudes where they used to just put the Ray brothers, you know, they used to score in transition, crazy goals, just take a shit on the American East, get in the tournament, no problem. And 
and you know that team has kind of gone away. They're playing Cuse, you know Petro. Anytime you can hold a team to five goals in college lacrosse is a pretty outstanding defensive performance. So, you know that line set to twenty four and a half. I like the under. Cuse's offense still trying to get in a rhythm. Albany, you know their first game. They, these two teams are always kind of a tough matchup, and I, I, I just don't see it being a shootout. So I'm going to take the under here, 24-and-a-half. T, do you have any un- over-unders? I, I don't. I don't have any over-unders, but I do like that take at under 24-and-a-half. I think you're absolutely right. I think Albany, you know, is what it is. They're not going to light up the scoreboard. And, you know, seeing what, you know, Syracuse offense did against a good Vermont team, you know, is Albany is Albany better than Vermont? I don't know. Do I think Syracuse can score more goals? Yes. But I also think Will Mark in net at Syracuse, you know, I could see him holding this Albany team to under eight goals himself. So, yeah, I think that's he was, a great he was on. He was for sure on last week. Yeah, the, uh, for sure. He was locked in. Um, all right. I like that take. I'm going to I'm going to sprinkle one in here for you as I'm looking back at the start of this Duke high point game. Um, I'm going to be checking in here if I look over my shoulder too many times, you know, bring me back in. Um, I will. But one of my one of my. One of my takes that again, one of these one of these games that was really early line movement, and I wanted to lock this game in earlier, but I didn't get to it in time. Georgetown um, taking on Hopkins. Um, see, I think see, your middle name, up. your middle name might be Hopkins or Johns by the end of this season. I think I think you've taught. I, I think you're a Hopkins guy. I I dude, I'm I'm kind of high on Hopkins this year. All right, with that so, being said, with that being said, hold on. I am not taking Hopkins this weekend. Uh, they This line against Georgetown came in at minus three and a half. Within, I want to say within like two or three hours of the line being up, it went from three and a half to four and a half and four and a half to five and a half, which that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, does Vegas really know what's going on here? That's Vegas looking at Georgetown like, eh, you know, like good program, but like what are they? And Hopkins being like, oh, this is Johns Hopkins. Blah, 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 you know, um, I got Georgetown at minus four and a half. I think they are a incredibly talented group. And I think, you know, is Hopkins, like I said, is Hopkins a good team that rebounded last or rebounded from last year? Yes. Do I think they, you know, are, they have a, they have a better identity this year. Um, I just think Georgetown is bigger, stronger, faster, and they're going to, uh, they're going to impose their will on Hopkins. I have them at four and a half. I would consider them at five and a half. Um, you don't have the value anymore, but I think it's a, it's a, that's, that might be my lock of the week, to be honest with you. If, if Georgetown, does lose this game. I might even say if they don't cover. If they lose this game, I don't want to hear another fucking peep about the Georgetown Hoyas. If I they mean, lose that's the, fair. Because this team is getting sucked so hard like they won the national championship. The fuck have they done? Uh, absolutely. You're absolutely right. I'm like, just I, saying. I don't, don't agree with you, team. but they've got just on never paper, seen they a look team. like a good-ass team. On paper? That's great. They, they were in the NCAA tournament last year, dude. It's not like they were what fucking happened? fell over. What happened? what happened? Loss to the Blue Hens. The only female mascot in college lacrosse. Is that true? <laughs> yes. And in all college sport, Blue Hens are the only female uh, mascot. It's okay. a fun fact. Now, T, my last pick here, I, I'm, I'm teetering. I might stay away from the Hopkins one since you took it there. Um, I'm actually going to take a Sunday game. Well, Sunday action. Sunday action. Right, right before the Super Bowl. You know, maybe you have a couple of Coors Lights. You're warming up. You get to the Super Bowl party. You know, someone's got dips. 
you know, there's maybe uh, some pulled pork sandwiches. You know, there's going to be buffalo chicken, maybe some pizza. I'm gonna keep it in. I'm gonna keep it in Pennsylvania too. We got Villanova. Oh, that's Villanova, Penn State on Sunday. I'm on this one too. I'm on this one too. Let's hear it. You know, I I'm very curious and I'm interested to see. You know, I, I think Penn State took a a couple steps back, losing some unbelievable talented years with Amen and Mac O'Keefe and that horse they had at the X. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Number forty, big uh, dude, tan. Gerard? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. That, that was his first Gerard. name. Gerard. So, whatever. He's gone. Peace out, dude. Darcy. Um, yeah, yeah, Darcy. There it is. So, I'm curious to see what this Penn State team looks like. I think Villanova. They're, uh, you know, they're the, they're the number one fraud team in college lacrosse. You know, they they get the biggest pat on the back. You know, oh, we're Villanova. Uh, what have you guys done? Nothing. Um, give me the Nittany Lions minus one and a half. Hell at yeah. Nova. At Nova. Hell yes. I 100% agree with you. This is one of my takes too. Penn State minus one and a half. Um, they came in and like I would say overperformed against a good Lafayette team. I'm not going to say they're, they're great, but I think that I think putting up 21 goals against the Lafayette team is something to say about where this Nittany Lion team has come from. Um, and I think Villanova, you're right. They're the biggest frauds of college across. They're afraid to play St. Joe's. That's how that's how that's how big of frauds they are. We have a Philly Four Classic where St. Joe's plays Drexel Penn, Villanova plays Drexel Penn, and and they never want to play us because they're so afraid. They're so afraid of us. So you know we won't get into that. Penn State minus one and a half. Uh, a lot of people think Matt Campbell is you know the lock to win midfielder of the year this year, a classic Del Barton, New Jersey high school to Villanova pipeline. Well, guess what? That kid sucks too. Penn State <laughs> by five. Penn State by five. You heard it here first. Um, games I will not be watching this weekend, Siena, NJIT. No, thank you. And UNC Mercer, uh, that's not even going to be a game. But okay, well, hold on. I got I – Hold on, I got two more picks. I got two more picks. You, yeah, you've been, you've been taking the, you've been taking the floor. Right. Well, well, I, I thought you said that you also like the UVA, so I thought that was one of your picks. That was one, yes, one. That's one. Okay, sorry, floor is yours. Also, true. also, high point jumping out to a one nothing lead. Duke absolutely roped that last corner. Carry on. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, he just got absolutely annihilated in the middle of the field. It's actually one one. You know, for all those guys I, who are. I said it was one one. I said, said it was it, one. Said it was on nothing. You liar. Just make a pick. Okay, okay, okay. Georgetown was my was my second pick. Penn State is my third pick. My fourth pick, the Boston Terriers. Bu. They're minus one and a half. Um, in their opening weekend, who are they playing? I can't even remember who they're Vermont. playing. I was just I, they're playing Vermont. Okay, so that's why I thought it was I thought it was an absolute lock. Minus one and a half at home against Vermont. Actually, they're not home. They're on the road. I'm I'm all sorts of wrong here. Um, anyway, early line that I jumped on minus one and a half. I think that's, you know, I think BU is totally underrated in this case. I think Vermont's a little, you know, getting a little fluff given that they had a game against Syracuse and had them close. That looked like a JV team, um, on both sides of the ball turning. I think they turned the ball over like 25 times. Like it was an absurd amount of turnovers. They looked awful. I think BU is going to come out there and impose their will on them. Minus one and a half there. Last pick, you know, we, I should have jumped on this train last week, and I didn't, even though I thought it was a good pick. Um, Denver absolutely smoked Utah. I think Denver comes in 
You know, you're welcome. And abs- what gave you that one out. Gave that one out too. To who? Oh, look, look, another Duke goal. Shut up, T. Fucking idiot. Who was that? Was uh, was that Macador? Doesn't, doesn't matter. It? Doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. And, yeah, all right. Back on back on track here. Denver with another West Coast matchup at Air Force. They're going to go down. You know, again, like I said earlier, respect to our arms, arms, armed service members. I'm not I'm not knocking on anybody. You know, Denver minus four and a half. I think they take care of business. I was surprised to see how good they were without some of their key guys from last year. It looks like they're going to be better without Jack Hanna on the field. JJ Silstrup, you know, comes back from where he left off last year. Um, and I think they dominate the face off X in there and they're pretty good in net too. So Denver minus four and a half is my last pick. Um, try not to steal a four from me this time. Those are my five. Love that T love, love a little, uh, diversity across the board. Last two notes here. I think it might be well noted. Um, hey, Ivy League. You know, if uh, if you guys just kind of join the party like the rest of the country and stop doing the shit where you guys can't practice until whatever day, your guys have fresh legs. That might be you know that might be an advantage right now. I um, I, with- I don't disagree with you. I think. I mean, those are the rules, but, you know, the Ivy League, you know, they're all high and mighty better than everybody yeah, else. We, so hey, 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 we get it. You know, you, you guys are smart. Um, you guys do the math. You guys do the lacrosse. But Literally do the math. It, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't go without being said right now. Congratulations to the VMI cadets. 1-0 in first place in the match right now. Shout out to VMI. <laughs> this team, watch out, T. That will wrap it up here. Watch out for, for those mustard team. yellow buildings. But T VMI one and zero in the one and zero leading the MAC. Uh, that is episode five, week one. Cannot wait, T. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Don't forget to download those uh, sports betting apps. Place your, you know, five dollars, ten dollars. Who knows? You maybe get a free lunch. Lines, you know, listen to lacrosse lines brought to you by DraftKings. No free shoutouts, but you know we do I need a sponsor. Out, so you know, I would love so to. DraftKings, DraftKings, you know. DK, have it your way. All right, like, subscribe, rate, review. Peace. Cheers.